Here we go. You're tuning in to Will Love Listen. Now listen. Hey, Alexia. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? Good. Happy TGIF and uh, post-reunion day. <laughs> yes, right? I'm still here in New York City, but it's nice and sunny. It's super cold, but... I'll take it. It's nice. The cold is nice for a couple of days. Really? I, I'm, I'm the type of person where I can't wait to get away to Florida. <laughs> I'm coming back down next month. Right, you live here. <laughs> right? You live in Jersey? Yeah, exactly. Just outside the city. Cool. <laughs> so we have so much to talk about because, in my opinion, you are literally carrying this season. And you have so many personal storylines. And I need to ask you about all of them. I want to ask you about the women. But <clears throat> I want to start with the heavier stuff first, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Sounds like the reunion. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was surprised to learn that your father was actually gay. And I was very, I'm very curious to know how it was growing up with your father. And what was it like discovering that later on? Right. So my parents were divorced when I was two years old. Okay. So I always, you know, lived with my mom and I grew up, you know, with my mom and um, with my grandmother. So I never really knew that. So, you know, back in the day, well, it's just, like today, I guess, you know, the parents, you know, the kids from divorced parents and they lived with their mom, you know, the dad had like, you know, the, the purpose of writing on the weekends. But, you know, my father would like pick us up on the weekends and whatnot, but I didn't live with him. And it was like very little, time, you know, very, very different times, obviously, from now where you have the internet and your social media and there's like all this access to all this information. And, you know, people are aware of many more circumstances than back then when I didn't even know what homosexuality was. So I also grew up in a Cuban family where it was kind of like a taboo. So yeah. Nobody even spoke about that. It was kind of like you have to protect, you know, your children. And like I, today, of course, I find that, you know, absurd and, um, and actually very unhealthy, you know, for the children. I mean, you, you know, this is your father. And, you know, my father was an amazing, extraordinary man. He lived his life for us. We were his life, and he always, you know, did everything for us and because of us. And I think he was cheated out. I think he was literally cheated out from my life just because, you know, the family and my mom and just society, you know, knew about it. And I don't think that that was right. I really don't, you know. And, again, you know, I didn't find it out. You know, we, you know, it was like I said, like, they would try to protect you. If you would have a party in the house, the children had to go to the room, or at least in my family. You know, I don't know if it's because of the Cuban culture or whatnot, because we were a girl, you know, so it was a combination of everything and the times we were living. But, you know, I never saw anything suspicious to make me believe anything about that, nor did we question any of that back then. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, to me, it was like, you know, I, I didn't know that side to my father, but it, when I did find out after he passed away, it never changed my feeling for him or my love for him on the contrary, you know, and still I was 23 years old when my dad passed away. So I didn't even know much about that either, you know? So it's something like, Oh, okay, I guess, you know, like I, I, I was just questioning like, so what's the big deal and what's bad about that? Yeah. Like, you know, let's talk about what a great father he was. Like who cares when he likes or who, you know, like to me, so secretly I've always thought that, but like, I was always afraid to say it because I felt like society you know, me to be ashamed of this instead of being proud of it. So that's why, you know, as 
you know, secretly inside, always been proud about it, but kind of ashamed to say it. And what actually, you know, has helped me, you know, be proud of all these things has been age and wisdom. And, you know, like I've said in other interviews that I've just started, you know, saying at interviews is the fact that after Frankie's accident, I started writing a book. I mean, you know, I started just like journaling and just like, you know, putting thoughts into paper and all things. And I actually wrote about that. And when I went back to read it, I said, wow, like, I can't believe I've had this secret inside for so many years. I haven't even, like, talked about it with my sister or within my family. I did speak about it with my mom. You know, I guess, like, at the time, but I was so affected by my dad's death because it was the first time that I even dealt with death. Yeah. So it was, it was crazy, you know. It was, so I was dealing with two things. It was really the death, and then I actually found that out after. And then you start thinking things, oh, maybe, oh, I remember, like, I saw my dad with this man. Maybe it was that person. But back in the day, you couldn't, you didn't have access to any of that. And besides that, like, you couldn't even question your parents or your family. Yeah, exactly. So was, like I said, it was taboo. So I never had this conversation with anybody. I remember later on in my life, you know, and I think, and I think like the parents would do, like I said again, and I've done this a little bit in my parenting skills with my kids. It's kind of like you want to protect your children from hurt and pain. And I feel like my mom and my family thought that that would maybe cause some pain in my life. So they did it from a good, in a good way and, you know, with a good heart and with good intentions. It's just that the result is sometimes not so good because the only one that suffered was me and my dad because we both, you know, got cheated out of spending more time together just because he was a bisexual man. You know, I don't even like to say gay because, I mean, he married my mom. My mom was his second wife. He of course, yeah. And I think, you know, and I think it's, it's bisexual, you know. I've always said that we're all kind of bisexual. Yeah, <laughs> no. I bisexual and we just take, like, different directions. Marisol's, like, opening up her eyes. Marisol's <laughs> <laughs> in the room with me. She's in the bathroom and she's, like, looking at me like, okay, stop. How many screwdrivers have you had? How many? How much vodka did you put in the screwdriver? Yeah, you're getting a good interview. Oh, I love it. I love it. Tell, tell her I said hi. I feel like you two are like the dynamic duo this season. We kind of are. We went out with every day, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we really like that. I mean, we, you know, we knew each other before we started the show, before we started season one. We actually met. She was on a date with some guy that I knew from high school or whatever. And he's a friend. You know, we're going to stick to like the friend thing. Um, they're all our friends, like Larsa does, right? Like, they're yeah. Friends. <laughs> and, um, yeah, which is great, because it really is a friend, you know? I mean, that's a nice way of saying it, which is true, you know, before. Keep going. And then I was on, like, a, a date with Herman. And then we, I was on, like, on a first date with Herman at a charity event and at a really cool place in Lincoln Road Touch. And, um, and I knew the guy she was with. And so we said hello, and he introduced me to Marathon. And then we hit it off that night. <laughs> and we hit it off that night. And we like just come kept it we kept in touch. And then a few months later, right? And then a few months later she opened up her PR firm and she called me and um, and the rest is history. You know, we started working together, had the magazine, we would do events together and then since then, you know, we had the opportunity of being on the show together and you know, our friendship got stronger and like twenty years later, here we are. You know, still good friends. <laughs> That's, a, fun. that's amazing, uh, your friendship. And you could sort of tell because when you're watching the show, you could tell when someone's just kind of placed with someone for work and then where someone has like an actual history with the other cast member. And I saw that yeah, like, 100%. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like on social media. And then I also like read that during the off time between season three and season four, that you, Marisol, Adriana and Lisa all became really close. So what was that like? Like, did you ever expect that the show would get picked up again? And what was it like filming again, especially since you had all sort of become close off camera during the years between season three and season four? Right. Well, I mean, out of the group, I always felt strongly about the show coming back because, you know, I I knew that Miami is such like a popular city. You know, people want to know about it. I think it's so unique. I think it's so you know, special, you know, I think it has, like, this energy and this flavor that many other cities don't have, and people like to visit it, and they they like to know about it, so I always really believed that the show would come back, and the truth is, they never really canceled it officially, you know, I feel like we never really vocalized, you know, how we felt about it, and the fact that we did want to come back, so we never did it, but thank you for the fans that did, because I think we are back because of uh, a lot to do with the fans. So, um, and to see, you know, like everybody's feedback that they really wanted us back and wanted the show back. So thank you for that. But yes, like after, after we saw, um, you know, after season three, obviously Marathon and I continued our friendship and, you know, Lisa and I started getting closer because, you know, we both live in the beach, we go out, you know, we have fun together and, you know, so we always like, kept in touch. And Adriana as well, but I feel like of the four of us, it's like me and Marisol, and then me, Marisol, Lisa, and then, you know, Adriana. Adriana's a little different from us. You know, <laughs> she's like more private, you know, she doesn't like to go out as much, you know, and she's just, you know, she's just that girl. I think like Lisa, Marisol, and I are more like, more compatible and in, in like, like who we are and how we are. I see. And with this show, you got Larsa back again. So how is it like getting reacquainted with Larsa after, you know, such a long period of time? And then what are your thoughts on the new women as well? So with Larsa, you know, it's like I never stopped seeing her. Like, I I always liked Larsa generally. And even though she was only on one season and you didn't get to see a lot of, like, interaction either between me and her or really the girls, you know, season one was a little different kind of show. Yeah. From the other other seasons. So, but we kind of discovered that we loved each other, like, generally, like, at the end of season one. So, I remember being at a photo shoot with her, and then she had to, like, stand, you know how they make you stand next to somebody, and it's usually the person you don't want to be taking the picture next to? Yeah. And Lars was like, okay, I don't want to be next to that person. I don't want to be next to Alexia. So, it's like, we started with that. You know, I don't want to say the name, because she's no longer on the show, obviously. Oh, Leah. I don't like to give her <laughs> credit. No, it wasn't even Leah. No, it was Christy. It was actually Christy Wright. And, um, no, she actually likes Aaliyah, and I, uh, apparently they still talk. Oh, wow. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so, like, Lars and I started with that, and then we getting in touch, and just, like, talking, and when she would come to Miami, you know, she would make it a point to call me, we would have lunch, and we would talk. If she was in town, and I would have, like, a Venny magazine party, she would come. Um, you know, she's always been very attentive to me and my family, and has uh, and always kept in touch. So it's kind of like we saw each other again. And I always thought, by the way, that if we ever had a, a next season, that she should always be included. So I think she brought a lot to the show. I think she's an extraordinary woman, and I have a lot of things in common with her. And um, and I'm happy that you'll get to see a different side to her because, you know, you know, she's a, a very public person. So, you know, sometimes you just, like, you know, you know the person by what you read or whatever. And, you know, I'm fortunate enough that I know many to her and I know like the real her and I think she's great so I'm super happy about her being back and um, Lisa already told you Adriana Marisol and the new girls um, 
super thrilled that Julia is a housewife. You know, the fact that she's the first, you know, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, what is the proper word? That, you know, same-sex marriage. Yeah, like LGBT I mean, housewife. I mean, I, yeah, um, is, you know, amazing. You know, I think that um, she, like, truly represents that, and she's Russian, and, you know, she's married to Martina, you know, that's such an icon. And, you know, she's so refreshing. You know, she's she brings something that, you know, that many of the other girls, you know, on these kind of shows don't. And and she's just super sweet and loving. And, you know, I, I love that. And um, she also has two sides to her. Like the farmer kind of girl. I and mean, then she could, like, get, you know, get dressed up and be super glamorous. So I think she's a great addition. And um, Gertie also is, like, spectacular. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's hardworking. You know, she helped me, um, you know, with my wedding planning. And, um, you know, she's been married for 26 years. She's two kids. You know, I, I just, you know, I, I think all the girls, you know, in general were um, a huge and a great addition, you know, to the show. It's something like that we needed. You know, it's hard, like, getting, you know, custom. You know, I think that the OGs, you know, have this bond, like, for life, kind of, that, um, that you can see that. You know, you can pick up on that energy, how close we are. And, you know, obviously the newbies are going to have to work a little harder, you know, as it should be. You know, when you're new to a group, you kind of have to, like, earn it. Like, you have to earn your spot and you kind of have to, like, prove yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know what? You're getting there. <laughs> if you had to say, who do you think should stay or not be asked back? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> 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 Okay. All the girls need to stay. You know, as a viewer, I, I mean, I don't think, you know, especially because Miami has been, like, so volatile. We've had so many changes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So from season one to season two, which was a shit show that all these new girls came in, and it was, like, all over the place. And then season three, and then now season four, I thought, you need to give the women a chance. You know what I mean? I think they need, you need to get to know the person better before making, you know, an opinion, forming an opinion. And being able to answer that statement, like, who do you think? I don't think one season is enough um, for people to know whether to bring them back or not. I think they should all stay. I think we're all at a great place today, and I think we're all friends. And I think that we have a lot of potential. You know, I think this group has a lot of potential. So I would like for all of them to stay. Interesting. Interesting response. I didn't expect that. But I also think that you have a very strong cast. Like, I feel like everyone brings something different. And mm -hmm. it's a really strong Absolutely. season. And, yeah, I and I think that that's necessary, and I think that it's important. Not everybody can be the same. Like, that gets boring after a while. It does, yeah. You know what I mean? So I love that. I love that we're all so different. And again, because it was like our first season together, you know, again, and we have like the new girls, you know, I think that we need more time. I mean, I think we need more time as a group to really um, be, be able to determine that and, you know, to really give, like, the right answer. Now, congratulations on saying I do with Todd. Oh, thank you. Yes. It's like what we wanted. We're, you know, married just like we wanted. I know we've had a lot of obstacles and challenges, but we did it. Yes. It's you, been really great. <laughs> you did. I think that's what we needed. I think that's all we needed to do. Like, get legally married and, like, we're good. <laughs> well, you have, like, no issues showing, like, your whole, like, the good, the bad, you know, like, the drama in your relationships. And I think that's refreshing because I feel like a lot of housewives try to, like, 
hide, you know, like they really protect their relationships like almost too much. So you put it all out there this season. So I want to ask you about your ex-husband, your new husband. First off, what was it like learning that uh, your ex-husband Herman had a gay lover? And more importantly, how did that off-camera conversation go when you finally spoke to the man? Right. No, you know, it's something that, you know, like I said, you know, to me, that wasn't the issue about, you know, finding out whether the lover could have been a woman or a man. Like, it wasn't really that. It was the fact that, you know, I wanted some closure in my life. You know, when the person passes away, first of all, we were in super good terms, you know, um, before, you know, when we were separated and before he died. So, you know, it was a person that was, you know, in my life and in my children's life for many years that we had great respect, admiration, and love for. So even though we were physically separated, you know, our you know, our lives were still very much together because, I mean, the truth is he was a great man. So why, you know, like, so that's what people don't understand. And, you know, obviously people always like to focus on the negative and maybe say, well, why are you doing that now? Well, first of all, it's been six years. And um, second of all, um, I, it was when the person is no longer here, you know, it's something that you want to have some kind of closure And I started hearing all these things. You know, I didn't know how serious this was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when, after he passed away, you know, his children actually found out from his friends and family. Wow. um, They did it in a nasty way, you know, just to like hurt me and to kind of prove a point just because of money reasons and financial, you know, financial reasons and, you know, from, from a bad place. They did it from a bad place. Mine is from a good place. And the people that know me know that. And, um... So they really, really were the ones that kind of like gave me all the information in a hurtful, bad way. So I dealt with it as I had to deal with it. And I said, you know what? I took it in a great way and in a positive way. And I said, oh, my God, I'm so happy that Herman finally got to experience that, you know. And But I, I wanted to know, how did he do this? This is a man that was, like, so private and was, like, ashamed of it. And why? Like, why didn't he trust in me, you know, like to tell me this like I would have always supported him I mean I would have even like helped him get you know guys because I have so many hot shaped friends like, <laughs> you know what I mean so I'm yeah. sad that I you know I was sad that I said you know what he died and he never trusted me why so I needed to talk to him like I wanted to know all these questions and I was mature enough and emotionally strong and psychologically you know five or six years later to have this conversation with him i wasn't ready you know i always wanted to have a conversation right after he died and i found out i like i went crazy i was like oh my god i need to talk to him he was the one that was with him i need to know if everyone was okay it was like all this kind of stuff and all my friends were like alexia you're not ready you're not ready this is gonna hurt you like you know you're like numb right now you don't know what's going on and i was like no no no. i need to find out he was the one that was with him oh my god i need to know like that he was okay so five years later obviously um you know, because he passed away in September 2016. So five years later, I'm strong enough, and I was strong enough to be able to have this conversation with this man. And, you know, it was it went great. You know, he was super honest. It, you know, we laughed together. We cried together. We had so many stories in common. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was, you know, very happy because my concern was that Herman was happy. So when he, he said that, he's, you know, and he told me, by the way, I asked him that night, was he ever going to tell me this? And he's like, no, like he loved you, he adored you. 
and he thought that this was going to hurt you, and he said you have gone through so much hurt, and you and so much pain in your life, that he didn't want that. So that's what I was upset about, because wow. that would have never been the case. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like, I would have supported him 100%. And, you know, he told them that he would always say, like, I had so many gay friends, and, like, you know, I love the gay community. And, you know, he's like, you know, I just can't tell her that. Like, she would be, like, I don't know why. So I always had that. So we, it was a conversation I had to have for closure. And, you know, from a good place, of course, there's always going to be haters. They're going to give it a twist and say, oh, you know, this and that. But, you know, I'm like, nobody knows my heart and, like, how I am. And the truth is that the guy and I know that we both needed this conversation. He wanted to talk to me as well. That's how that, that all came about. Because he ran into a friend of mine at a gay club. And he's like, this is my number. And he's like, I know that, I, you know, that Alexia and I need to have a conversation. And maybe she's ready now. And listen, I took it there. I listened to every single word. You know what? And I had a smile in my face, like I said. I laughed. I cried. You know, and and any, and, and he, he answered a lot of the questions that I had. And, and you know what? And I needed the closure. I, you know, I'm in a new relationship now. I want to put my past behind us because that's the reason why I'm able to move forward because I don't focus and dwell on my past. You know, I know a lot of individuals have that, you know, suffer from that. Yeah. They live in the past. You know, I don't. So thank God, you know, that I have that ability to talk about it and move forward. And I, you know, and like I said, like I shared that because it was happening in my real life. You know what I mean? So like what you guys got is what I was going through in my real life those three months. Just like in season two, unfortunately, Frankie got into the horrific car accident. That's what happened in season two. In season three, what you saw, like, my life has always been real. It's been raw. It's been when the cameras are around, what I'm going through in my personal life. And that's what I signed up to do. Like, don't ask me why. I'm, at least sometimes I ask myself the same question. Why am I doing this? <laughs> but, um, you know, again, I just want people, like, you know, I, I think people have figured that out. You know, obviously the viewers figure that out. Like, who's real and who's not? And, um, and again, like I was ashamed about a lot of these issues that I'm talking about and, you know, when I was younger and when I was going through them, but, you know, I'm to the point that I'm actually proud because I am the woman that I am today because of all these life experiences. And I'm like, you know what? And I'm grateful. You know, a lot of people are like, oh my God, you've gone through so much. I'm like, no, 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 you know what? And I love it because I am the woman that I am today and I wouldn't change anything. You know, all, all I want is to be able to get through it. And obviously learn from them and, you know, to be able to help other individuals that are going through it as well. And to kind of like make a difference in people's life and in their mindset and in, you know, and changing like the way that people view things, you know, after they see something like this. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think you have like storylines for days because your life is so interesting. And I like the way that you sort of address this as well. Like it wasn't in a negative way. It was just like. You know, you you didn't say. I don't think you said anything bad at all. I think. Oh no! Oh, and I, I know. you know what I mean. So I don't it think. It was never negative. That's what I'm saying. Like it really came like from my. I would tell my friends that they just thought even like before, like since he passed away, my friends would tell me, Alexia, like this is not okay for you. Like this is really gonna like fuck you up. And I was like, no, I'm, it's not. But I get it, and it's true. In life, everything is about timing. Yeah, that's so and true. People are right, and we're protecting me. It's not the right time. You're like, and you're grieving. You know, you have all this legal battle on top. you like, there's so much you can take, Alexia. Like, you cannot take that. But I was like, yes, I can. But you know, I listened, and it was right. And I never did. And I even had this conversation with my fiancé, which is not my husband. 
you know, I told him, like, we were at the beach a month ago, well, obviously, before the conversation happened, and I told Todd, and said, you know, like, babe, like, is it weird that, like, I want to have this conversation with this man? And he looked at me, and he's like, it's not Alexia, because you should not be upset with this man, you know, and if this man's going to help you, like, close this chapter in your life, and he's, and you need, for whatever reasons, emotionally, psychological, to, psychologically, to know these answers, reach out to him. I'm sure the guy's a great guy. And you know what? I'm so happy that I did. And he's an extraordinary person. And, you know, if Herman fell in love with him, it was because he was a great guy. And again, I know people want to focus on the negative because, you know, this is the world that we live in. Yeah, and it People is. only want to see the bad and the hate. You know what? I would have fallen in love with him, too. He's a great guy. <laughs> at the end, I'm happy that Herman got to experience that because I'm sure it's something that he always wanted and he fought with himself, which he shouldn't have had to because he was a public figure. He was in the political world. And I'm happy that he got to at least the last few years of his life to do something that he always wanted to do. I really feel it from my heart. And I mean, like, and he knows it. So I'm, you know, I'm very happy for him. I, that's so sweet. And I give you credit because all of this is like a lot to handle. And I feel like you've handled it really well. And... You know, it's impressive. So kudos to that. And of course, you need closure. Everyone needs closure in a situation like that. So um, props to that. And I'm glad that, you know, now you found a new man and that things are working out. Because watching the season, it seemed like it got kind of rough between your son Peter and Todd. So I'm curious, where do they stand today? Well, you know, fortunately, you know, for us, you know, they're in a great case today. Because, you know, sometimes things have to get uncomfortable. To see results yeah so you know i mean you know for whatever reason it happened like that you know like on camera because you obviously got the, the raw footage and you know i mean it's been you know has been in my life for five years so it's not like it's like a new guy you know so it's like he you know and we were engaged and you know we we're all almost married at the time and um and the truth is after watching it it was so painful to watch and so you know hurtful for all of us as a family because, you know, we're seeing the family suffering. We're seeing, like, everybody was suffering in that scene. And at the end of the day, the important one was Frankie, you know. And, like, it was, it, was, it was all about Frankie. So that's what we got. Like, you know what? Like, we don't have time. You know, it's something that we needed to address and learn from it and say, okay, like, this is really about Frankie. Like, let's get our shit together and, like, see how we can, you know, help Frankie and how we can make it better for Frankie and how we can make it better for all of us. Because the truth is that we all love each other and the intentions were always good. So, but at a heated moment, that happens in many lives and many families. So it's not like, you know, but obviously, you know, we got to share it with everyone. So everyone's going to have an opinion. But, you know, at the end of the day, we all learned from it and we've all moved on and, you know, we're all in a good place, you know, as a family, which is, you know, what you want to see. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, people don't make it through something like that. But, you know, again, I'm a fighter and I'm not. And I know when the intentions are good, you know, and when there's really love and and goodness, you know, you can always pull through. You know, and that's that's how I really believe. Like, even about Frankie's accident, yeah, there were great doctors, they had great resources, but you know what? Even the doctors say it, it was the love that you had for Frankie that saved them and the love that Peter had for Frankie and the love, you know, people only want to focus on like the negative and nobody really knows like our real life, you know, and everything we've done for Frankie. And, you know, the doctor would tell you like, you're the reason, you know what? I can't believe that now talking about that Frankie scene, we went to visit Frankie's doctor 
and that scene didn't make it on the show. You know what? After oh, wow. I'm going to call the producers. Yeah. You, you know, we had a lot of things. That's very disappointing as well because we filmed so much. The show could have been the Alexis show. Yeah, really. It really like, could have. I have no idea. Like, what I have, like, really, it's like I could have had my own show. And I realize it now because obviously I'm looking, you know, through the shows and, like, there's a lot of things missing. But, you know, we, you know, only have a certain amount of episodes and I get it. There's many women involved. And, and I, besides that, I wouldn't want to, even though I carried the show, I wouldn't want to have, like, my own show. It's a big responsibility. And I wouldn't want to do that, you know, to my family and friends. I don't think they would want it either. <laughs> But I mean, it, it, it would. Like, okay, no, we're good. It would definitely be interesting. I mean, between all the stuff like we've seen on the season of Miami, and then even prior to the season, I saw the uh, Netflix documentary uh, "Cocaine Cowboys," and I was like, "Oh wow!" I'm like, "I'm like, Alexia needs her own show," and this was even before the season. Yeah, yeah. I need like no, I need like a docu series or like a movie, like a real movie, right? Like in Hollywood, where you like. See, all that is just so much. I mean, I'm definitely going to continue writing my book. Um, but then, obviously, like, a real movie, like, it wouldn't even be, like, real. I mean, obviously. In 20 minutes? Okay, no, because we're leaving, and I need to. Okay, yeah, I just saw that. Oh, we're man. Soon, so I'm going to have to, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, bummer. Because, I mean, I could ask you questions for days. But, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll um, you know, I'll start to wrap it up. In closing, yeah. you had mentioned you're working on a book. What could we expect? When could it be released? And, you know, give us the tea. Right. Um, so, well, first of all, I have to continue to write it. And because I'm so anal, I was actually writing it myself. So um, I'm working, I'm, like, interviewing, like, you know, different ghostwriters that I feel could be more, like, <laughs> um, that could kind of, like, you know, understand me and kind of, like, be the closest, like, voice to me. So that takes time. I've just been so busy. As you can see, yeah. that I haven't gone around to that. But, you know, I, it's really my goal. But um, I'm going to continue to work on my book, like, in the next six months. And, you know, obviously, it's going to be, you know, more about a lot of things that you haven't seen. Because, like I said, it's not like the Alexia show. So, like, that in particular about the Netflix. I mean, we were filming when the Netflix release came out. And I thought we were, I was going to talk about it. But, you know, that scene, which is my bachelorette party, turned into something else. So you know what I mean? I, it's a little different when you have to, like, share, you know, with seven other women or eight other women. Yeah. You know, your time and the scenes and all that. So that's why. Yeah, but it'll be interesting. I'm sure, like, the book will will, will get you going and, you know, God knows. I know. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. So, you know, cheers to that. That's going to be a good read. Yes. And so thanks for taking the time to speak to me. I know that the Jersey, I know that the Jersey ladies are loving our show. So I'm happy about that because we, we share a lot of the same hair and makeup people. Oh, okay. That's yeah, interesting. Like your show. I'm a big fan of their show too. I love how they, you know, I really admire the men that are so involved in their show. Well, I see on social media, everyone keeps saying you're the Teresa of Miami. I know. That's what they say. I know she was in Miami. I didn't even get to meet her. Oh really? Oh, that sucks. You, uh, yeah, you, you yeah, guys I'm should because a big I, fan of hers. I'm always rooting for her. I, she's had a lot of obstacles, so she still gets back on her feet and keeps on going. Yeah, I feel like she's sort of like dumb. She's had so, such a crazy life, similar to you, but in different ways. I feel like she holds up right. the New Jersey franchise the same way you hold up the Miami franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a good comparison. It's a compliment. <laughs> Yeah. So, I like strong women. <laughs> thank you for uh, speaking with me. You gave me so much stuff to work with. And um, thank you. 
Yeah. So I've been going to Florida more often because I'm thinking about eventually moving there. But if I'm ever in Miami, we'd like you, me, and Marisol should totally link up for a cocktail. Or as she likes to put it, a oh, uh, cocky. Sure. I would love that. I would love that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll have fun. We'll take it. I'm sure you'll have a blast with us. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, have a great rest of your day. Uh, I would have kept on talking to you, but I need to leave in 20 minutes. So I'm talking really quickly. And, and um, I look forward to talking to you in the future. Yeah, definitely. Have a safe flight and, you know, I'll keep, I'll tag you on social media with everything, with the article, when yes. it's published and with the podcast. Absolutely. And um, yeah, let's totally stay in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much. Bro. Thank you. Anytime I think about how much my life sucks and how much I've been through, I am going to recount Alexia's story because it's nice just knowing someone has had more of a clusterfuck (laughs) of things happen to them than me. Yeah, because you can like compare yourself to someone who was married to like a drug lord, right? No, Mm. stop. Well, I was in a long term (laughs) relationship with a major cokehead who had, (laughs) I'm not even kidding, who I found out had, I think it was it was either 10 or 12 drug dealers. And See, but if he was the drug lord, you would have had more money in that relationship. That's true. I mean, <laughs> can I at least fucking get a drug lord? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't put that in the universe. It's... He doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. <laughs> I mean, instead, that that was rough with, with you know who, the one ex, because it was like he had a big substance abuse problem. I tried to get him help. My life became trying to nurture him. He was like, 46 at the time I was 28 29 and it was just like oh my god I wasted years I really did but you know Alexia's been through hell so anytime I like get in my feelings about my fucked up life I'm just gonna think about hers that's a survivor yes I mean think about everything she's been through between like the first husband um and then the second one and her finding out about Herman you know who did obviously love her took yes. care of her and the family but yeah. the gay lover situation and then you have the whole cast talking about it and then like her- that must be so hard like when people try to throw things in your face but she yeah, again being the strong, she's strong yeah she's cu- she is clapping right back right and then on her original wedding date to her new husband Todd in summer 2021, her mother died on the original date they were aiming for. So it's, 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 it's like one thing after another. And then on the show, you saw how the beef between like her older son, Peter and her new husband. So like, she's like always battling something, but I feel like she's very relatable because of that. You know, I mean, I relate at least, I mean, you know, my crazy life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the level of of stress that we all experience—it's just kind of what we can deal with, you know. I try to, I try not to look at my problems and say, "Well, at least I'm not this person." And it because, again, my stress is my stress, but there is something inspiring, you know, about just a person who is a fighter, you know, and who keeps keeps on keeping on and and stuff. So I feel like, yeah, Alexia definitely gives off fighter vibes and you have to be strong to have gone through what you went through yeah and i definitely want to meet up for her and a drink and it would be cool if i could get all the miami women who i interviewed recently to meet up julia alexia marisol alexia and marisol are really close um 
Because I just love Florida. Yes, you do. We 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 kind of introed it last last episode, but Will had a getaway and traveled to several cities in Florida, and he wants well, to own property in Florida <laughs> and be a jet setter to Florida, where the swamps half the year where the swamps are <laughs> and the alligators and mosquitoes. Oh, are you afraid? That sounds. Like <laughs> I love you're alligators. Well, it depends on where you are. So. I had friends that moved down to Tampa at the beginning of 2021. We went and visited them in December for five days, which was great. Mm-hmm. I should not have blocked out two weeks because they're busy and they have professional lives. And during the week, we were like, uh, what are we doing? And then they're moving stuff around because, you know, they're building a house and then their sister's coming to live with them temporarily. So we were in a different room that it didn't have a door. It had a curtain. Yikes. So it was, you know, there was some tension between that and the twin beds so i should have got in a car from the beginning so i got a rental car a few days in and we drove to orlando now apparently orlando still had i mean disney still has a current restriction where you need to have reserved your tickets okay you can't just buy them anymore like impromptu you know so we were turned away and at Disney, yeah, That's so I was so upset. I was just because the trip had started out great, and then at that point, the those two days were just really rough on me. And I was trying to do everything I could just to make it good for everyone. And I was just like, "Wah!" So I have friends that live here in New York, but they also have um, a place in North Miami, Pompano Beach, mm. and they wanted us to really come down and check out their place and go out. So I'm like, hey, I know it's spontaneous. Long story short, we're in Orlando right now. Can we just drive down today for a couple days? And they were like, yeah, sure. So it worked out a little bit. So then we drove and we were there for like several days. I checked out Pompano Beach. Where is that? How far is it from Orlando? Three hours. Oh, wow. So I legit drove two hours from Tampa to Orlando and three hours from Orlando to Pompano Beach. How do you do with driving in Florida? I get very stressed. I like it. I prefer it because the roads so aren't beat to shit. Oh my god, they drive so fast in Florida. But the roads aren't beat to shit because I have sport tires. Mm-hmm. And oh, same. Me too. On my lease, my last lease, I popped six tires up here, and I only drove like thirty two, thirty three thousand miles. Mm. So it's like down there, the roads are so. Like, I could see why people speed. It's so smooth. Um, it's just less stressful to drive. Do you think it's because, like, no snow, no plows? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, I feel like the state takes care of it, itself better. I don't know. I think that when my experience with Florida driving on the, like, highways, freeways, whatever, I don't remember enjoying it. I remember being very scared. Because, like, you get in a lane, and if you're going to exit, you better exit. Like, you That is true, yeah. <laughs> you can't I'm make good with choices. geography. I am really good with directions. Um, so, I had, you know, I loved getting the rental car and driving all around the state. I had a fucking bomb time. It just made me feel more in control. That's awesome. And I really think I'm going to do that anytime I visit anywhere. Um, because I did that when we drove to Buffalo, New York to see Dua Lipa mm-hmm. the first weekend of March. But that's a different conversation. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, Florida. I like checking out the East Coast, you know, with Pompano Beach, the areas north of Miami. It was really nice. I think that's definitely an area I want to look into more, the whole Miami area more. Okay. Because I kind of, I was vibing with Tampa, but I think I vibe with that a lot more. Miami. Yeah. And 
you know, it's, it was nice to see Wilton Manors, the gay, like, hub. Everyone knows, like, Wilton Manors is, like, it's very gay. Mm-hmm. Like, the restaurants, there's a shit ton of gay clubs, all of that. So it was nice to finally check that out. Um, and, yeah. And then I actually... <laughs> We actually got, it was so spur of the moment. Disney was booked that weekend. We just chose like a bad week for it because my friend's a travel agent for Disney and my friend Jamie, and she's like, if you would have chosen any other couple of days, you would have been able to get through. For whatever reason, those were booked. Wow. My luck. So after being in Pompano Beach for a few days, we decided to check out Orlando. Now, Pompano Beach was nice because the friends we were staying with, they we went out on their boat. Oh, nice. Yeah, they really showed us around. So shout out to Steve and Mikey because they really showed us around and um, it was it was really nice of them to do all that. That's awesome. They showed us all the clubs. They showed, you know, took us to some of the restaurants. I ended up spending, I'm not even proud of this because I never do this because I'm smart with money. Oh, no. What'd you do? I spent like close to a grand on clothes and in one boat, like... It's just because he, when we drove to Orlando, mm-hmm. we, I only brought a carry on. This Wait, is why it's an issue. How many like, clothes? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I only brought a carry on yeah. to, to stay for two weeks. That was one a problem. I packed all shorts and tank tops, but that was a big problem. And then when we drove to Orlando, we thought we were going to get to Disney and then drive back to Miami, Tampa the next day. Yeah. But we couldn't get into Disney. So we were, so we drove down to North Miami. But we didn't have anything with us. Oh. So we had to buy new clothes. And I was just like. So you spent almost a grand on an in outfit. In just one store. An outfit. In just one store. Like just shirt, pants. A couple outfits. But oh, okay. I was spending so much money down there. I really was. Because think about it. Because that once we got to Miami, we were there for a few days. It was very random. We Our stuff was now in Tampa. So we had to buy all new shit. Did and- you get your stuff back? Well, yeah, because what we did was we stayed down there and for a few days and then we bought tickets to Universal. We drove up to Orlando. That was probably the best two days we had because we had a little bit of time to ourselves. Um, We did one day just ourselves on Pompano Beach and then we drove to Orlando and did the two parks, the the ticket where you could check out both parks at Universal Studios. Okay. So we stayed over in Orlando in a hotel and we checked out both parks. Um, And then after that, I don't know how I did it that same night. And this trip was very like spur of the moment. It was so spontaneous. It was just a spontaneous adventure. And that's fun. (laughs) Yes, it's After walking around for nine hours at Universal, I drove back to Tampa. Because I couldn't get a hotel in Orlando because they were all booked on the Saturday night. The other night, fine. Mm. But I was like, shit. So you then... drove the whole time? Yeah. Because of the rental or because no one else could drive? Well, both. Because, oh, okay. well, both because I wanted to check out Florida. I wanted to see how it was to drive in Florida. I really wanted the whole experience. Okay. And two doesn't drive. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Um, right. So... Yeah, so then I drove back to Tampa. We spent the last two days in Tampa, and it was good. You know, it was nice to see friends. Was that your first trip together? No. Oh, okay. Just wondering. Oh. How's it? How's it traveling? Like, are you good traveling with other people? I just am. on a whim. I I love traveling. Mm-hmm. You know, I've traveled with people before. I'm, I have to be very picky with who I travel with. I traveled with Lori. I did. We did a long Memorial Day weekend. It was more than a weekend. Mm-hmm. It uh, last year, twenty twenty one, in Woodstock, New York. 
And the only person I knew was Lori. I hadn't met her boyfriend yet, and I didn't know her friends. Mm -hmm. So I came into it like knowing anyone, not knowing anyone, but by the end of it, I wanted to vacation with all those guys again because I had such a good time. So, I mean, I'm open, but it also depends on the person. Not everyone is like me. And I realized that this trip, um, (laughs) just because there were some people that he liked more than others, to say the least. Okay. So, you know... Like, yeah. everyone's different. Everyone has their preference, and that which, makes total sense. Which is why, honestly, I think next time what I would do is, inst- instead of staying with people half the time, I'd rather spend more money and get an Airbnb or get a hotel. Yeah. Just so that, you know, you could always go back to your space. That's important. So that was a big learning lesson this trip. Yeah, because he's, like, a whole person, and he needs his way of, like, decompressing and stuff at the end of these long days that you guys have had. So that makes total sense. We are going to continue this recap after the next and last uh, Uh, Florida Miami housewife interview. You know, we did Julia. We did Alexia this interview. And God, Alexia, that interview is something else. Um, It's one of my favorites by far this season. And next, we're going to be speaking with her BFF and friend of Miss Marisol Pat and OG cast members. So tune in for that. Cheers. Cheers. 